Well, hello, listeners, London and surrounding area. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're going to do on today's show like we always do, get things started with interesting ways to save you interest. It's mortgage talk. Now, we're going to try to make this fun. I don't know how, but we're going to try. Because the word mortgage, is, isn't, it isn't even really a fun word. I mean, I remember when I had the business plan and the idea. We're going to create a nice, fun channel about advising on mortgages. And what does mortgage mean? I mean, let's be honest. Do you even know where the word comes from? Mort. It's French descent. Yeah, it's not fun. It stands for death contract, but somehow we're going to take that kind of talk, debt for life. No, we're going to turn that around here at Mortgage Teacher, and we're going to teach you ways to pay the least amount of interest. Yeah, we know. Rates are going up. We've had the stress test. We've had all these rule changes over the last two years. But still, when people call up and go through our office, it's not what's the lowest interest rate. It's make sure I pay out the least amount of money possible. And I put the most amount of money in my own pocket. And those are the type of strategies we have. And we'll go over a couple of scenarios here on the show today. But with all the news talk lately, we'll kind of summarize kind of what's been going on or exactly what Mortgage Teacher is. And we started here in London about five years ago, the brand. And basically, I was, I personally, Michael, I was sick and tired of telling people what a mortgage broker does. So now when people say, well, Mortgage Teacher, what do you do? Mm, come on, Really? I teach mortgages, mortgage teacher, like it's pretty simple. So that's what we're going to do on today's show. So what we do is we, you know, I had a couple of meetings with some real estate agents this week and multiple clients come through the office with different scenarios and we deal with other leaders across the country. We had a meeting in Ottawa a few weeks ago with some top brokers across the country. We have multiple seminars. So we're always collecting data, information, and staying trending here in the mortgage industry right across Canada and lucky for you you get that up-to-date info right here in the London area. So we all know our real estate sales are doing quite well, but you know how's, how are mortgages changing? We all hear rates are going up, rates are going up. Yes, yes, they have been. The fixed rates have been going up. The last two meetings about uh, variable rates, so let's get this straight, okay? You have to understand you have oranges and you have apples. A fixed mortgage, we'll call that an apple. That means you get a rate for, you know, two to five years, typically five years, and you keep that interest rate for five years, it does not change. That's a fixed rate. That floats with the Bank of Canada bond market. Feel free to Google that, and you can see what the graph has been doing. Those are the rates that just have recently gone up about 0.1, 0.15%. Okay, so not a big increase, but maybe, you know, $22 a month to us here in London. So not a big deal. Now, there's something else coming up about that. Okay, so if you want to qualify for one of these mortgages, though, you have to qualify at 5.14%. Okay, guys, this is part of the new stress test. This is the MQR, M as in mortgage qualifying rate. The Bank of Canada sets this rate out on Mondays. You can find this on their website. And this is the rate that all of us Canadians have to qualify at. Now, this is a big changer because this has been 5.14% for months now. And rumor is it's going to go up this week to 5.34%. We might see that effective, yeah, in the next week or so. So that means I just had people in my office this week that with their income, you know, for example, they're making $50,000 a year and they are pre-approved for, let's say, you know, $300,000. Well, now with this increase, their income was pushed against a 5.14 rate 
Now they're going to be stress tested against a 5.34 rate. Therefore, maybe they can only afford a house for 280000 Yes, people, this is what's going on. The houses have been going up in price. Like how many times do you see a, a house for sale for two sixty? You put an offer in and it ends up selling for, you know, two eighty, even three hundred thousand. And I see people also that, you know, are putting as little as five percent down and they're being forced to go in without financing, without a financing clause. This way, this is the only way they can buy the house. Otherwise, because there's multiple offers, you lose the house. So it's a really weird dynamic, even here in the city of London. I feel right now that there, there's a demand that you have to have the money right away. But meanwhile, it's even harder to get the money. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to be honest, and you can write this down. It was harder. It's going to be harder this week coming up to get money than it was last week with this small increase. Okay. Now, like I said, it may only be 22 to $40 a month. But sometimes when people are trying to buy as, you know, as much as they can because of their income, then that's, you know, that's the type of ideas you have. So with that being said, here at Mortgage Teacher, this is exactly what we do. We teach you how to get the cheapest, how to get in the door. You know, not just what do I need for down payment, but, you know, Michael, what do I need to get my keys inside the door? Land transfer tax, title insurance, uh, all those sort of things you may have. We want to make sure you have all of that ready ahead of time, and that's how you save the most amount of money. We want to be your relationship, which comes to another point. I was having a discussion with a couple other mortgage professionals. We have this kind of round table. A few agents come in from BC, a few from Alberta, a couple from Manitoba. And we had a table surrounding maybe 12 mortgage brokers across Canada. And we shoot the breeze about kind of what's trending. We're all kind of, let's call us young and future-based brokers. Um, I personally, Michael Mullis, I, you can look me up, mortgage teacher. I've been doing mortgages here in the city for 18 years now. Um, I'm a nice, young, shining, 42 years old. So, but, but I am young enough to be involved in the digital era, uh, but I'm old enough to have a very big book or large book anyway, experienced book, let's call it that, um, an experienced book of business when it comes to mortgages. So, and not just advising clients. I'm not just here talking to clients. I'm here talking to business. And, and that's the type of trends we see. Financial planners need to look at things different, look at mortgages different. It's not just getting the lowest rate on a five-year fixed. So let me ask you this, because I know my listeners out here on, on 980 are, are very smart listeners. Typically, most of us have some good equity in the house. Yeah, most of my listeners have a good 20% equity. Usually, I, I find majority of the people that call in from the radio show, we have about 50% equity in the house. So here in London, you know, Let's give a little bit of clap because we're pretty stable. We're pretty conservative. I like that. But it doesn't mean we want the banks to win. And that's the type of setup we have here at Mortgage Teacher. We want to teach that. So I'm going to ask you this because let's be honest. Do you have an investor? Do you invest money already? Because it takes a while to get to that. For example, you have to pay out all your debt and, you know, your student loans and other lines of credit before you can start investing. A lot of people have to get away from their expense side to start investing. Um, do you have, you know, a financial plan set up to protect your family with life insurance? Do you have a will set up? What sort of investment retirement and savings plan do you have set up? And this is what I want to talk about. It's very interesting. I, I really look at habits and behaviors of Canadians when getting a mortgage. And then I compare it to other things we do. And that's really what I want to talk about for a few minutes. So why don't we go to break? 
Um, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're always thinking of interesting ways to save you interest. And what I was just mentioning is I've had a discussion with some few pretty decent, really good producers across Canada, and 12 of us came together, and what I just found out was pretty outstanding, and that's what I'm about to share to you. So if you want to look us up, look us up at mortgageteacher.com. We're always taking your questions live on Twitter at Mortgage Teacher, and you can call us, 226 289 2991. We'll get right back to this right after the break. And I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks again. Well, here we go again. That is one of my wife's favorite songs. So that's a good little noise going to the break here because we've got a few minutes left of this show, maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, we're right back on to the Saturday, guys. So hope you're enjoying your Saturday and thank you for tuning in. I personally am going to go out some and cheer on my son playing for a Dorchester Diamondbacks, little hardball baseball tournament, nothing like Little League to feel like uh, bring you back to the summer. Outdoor, nice warm weather like today. It's going to be gorgeous. So anyway, go Diamondbacks. I'll throw that out there. So anyway, in case you're just tuning in now, my name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. Basically, the name says it all. We teach you about different mortgages. We're unbiased. We deal with all the banks. The good news is we tell it how it is. We don't fluff it. The bad news is we tell the truth. We tell it how it is. So hopefully you can handle that. And that's what we're going to do on today's show. So if you're just tuning in, thank you very much. Please feel free to look us up at mortgageteacher.com. If you're still tuning in from before the break, then thank you very much. And we'll get back to where we started. And what I was talking about was something interesting. So what we were talking about was a lot of the listeners, this city, I'm really, really proud to be a part of the city and doing business in the city. Whether you're a businessman, whether you have a mortgage, or whether you're an investor, this is something that we should really take interest to because I find London, there's a reason that we're a good test market for the country because we're a great great city, great ratios to test things out, and that's what we've really, we've really noticed here. So let's think about habits and behaviors when it comes to banking because I grew up in Dorchester. I've mentioned, mentioned this many a times, small town. I walk into the branch and I used to know the person. It was a friend, a neighbor. And that's why I got that certain business loan. That's why I set it up this way, because there was a trusted relationship. Okay? But when's the last time you had a relationship and getting advice on your mortgage? That's the tough part. They say that Canada-wide, 78% of people still deal with their bank direct. Well, that bank is a salesman. No, they're paid by that bank. Are they teaching you about all the different banks? So let's think about this. This is a different habit and a behavior. I am luckily enough at the asset side of life. I'm starting to invest. I have a few different businesses. I make sure my my wife and my kids are protected through life insurance. So here's what I've noticed in the last five years, how I've changed. I invest, so I have one or two people that I often sit down with and I trust. Maybe they're in my hockey network, so I talk to them. And I, I, I trust their opinion on investing and I talk to them often. Okay, then there's someone else in my lawyer network that, funny enough, I play hockey with. Now you get catching the drift here, I'm in the hockey network. But I play hockey with him. He's my lawyer. I talk to him. He, we talk about my will and we succeed that will as we go on. If I make a change, I have a trusted relationship that I follow up with. Life insurance on my company and my personal and my kids. I follow up with that, my insurance broker. That's a one-person relationship that I've met. I trust. I know their family. I see them outside of work. And it's a good relationship that I am meeting soon and updating my life insurance due to changes in life. Okay? So these are all, when you're on the asset side of life, and what about your accountant? We just had tax season. 
Don't you have a trusted accountant that you bounce things off of? And that way you can, especially if you're business for self or if you're, you know, you're, you're doing outside of the box and doing things a little different, trying to be creative and make a difference in your life, you probably have these relationships in your life on the asset side. So let me ask you this then. Why the heck and how the heck, who the heck taught us that when we want to go get mortgage advice, we just call around 10 different places and shop for the cheapest rate? Yep. That's all we care about. Lowest rate, lowest rate, lowest rate. I don't even care who gives it to me. Since when did that happen? Because why is it on the asset side of life, relationships matter? But on the debt side of life, which unfortunately, we have to get through the debt side in order to get to the asset side. So for many years, and maybe only 50% of us, I don't know that stat, but how many of us don't even get over to the investing side because we're constantly paying debt? So why do we always take debt advice from the person selling the debt? (sighs) Hello, where did we get this idea from? Who taught us? Oh, yeah, my grandparents in Dorchester, the people I trust, because we used to walk into our branch and know the people. But times have changed. That's exactly why I'm on this radio show here today. That's exactly what Mortgage Teacher is here to do. Be your relationship. And the reason I know this habit and behavior are wrong and we really don't want it. It's because your house is your biggest purchase in your life. Your most expensive, other than your taxes. But that's a whole other show. Okay? So if that's your number one purchase in your life, let's be honest. What's your second biggest purchase? Is it safe to say it's a car? Do we just shop for the cheapest car possible? Are you, are, is this parking lot out here at the radio station all full of $2,000 cars? Cheap, cheap, cheap. Get me to A to B? No. So meanwhile, we all know that's the biggest depreciating asset we have. So why the heck would we shop for the cheapest more? Maybe we have to shop like we do a car and look for the best value. And more importantly, just like your investments and the way our parents really did teach us grassroots, build a relationship. Maybe you are listening to this show and you're on your way out. Michael, this is great. I I like the show, but I don't need a mortgage. I only owe $30,000. Good for you. A lot of my friends will laugh about that. GFY, good for you. But you're sitting on a $600,000 house. That's about $400,000 of equity, dead equity, as many people call it. What are you doing with that? Because if you have trusted relationships, is there a way that you could maybe Use that equity, invest with that, and create a tax deduction. For example, this is what we do. I had someone that only owed 100000 on a $600,000 house. They took out a $300,000 investment. In Canada, if you borrow to invest, you get to fully write off that interest against your income. And then, of course, you have an investment working for you. Now, the reason why this is worth looking into so I know this is mortgage teacher and we're teaching interesting ways to save you mortgage, to save you interest. But there's also the whole side of life that right now, guys, there is an opportunity. Stock market's picking up. All the markets are picking up. You can still borrow at low rates if you hurry. And then you can invest at higher rates and totally write off the interest. These are the type of st- strategies we teach. But you need to have a trusted relationship. I'm not going to lie. I don't really care to sit down and go through your portfolio if you don't have an investor you trust or at least an accountant because you might know your own investing and have your own trust. Or maybe you're going to build this with investment properties. That's the same thing. Borrow to invest for the tax deduction. 
Now, this was really popular. I used to do this on 640 radio, Home of the Leafs, back in Toronto. Back up to 2006, I did this. And I had a gentleman on the show with me named Fraser Smith. You can look up his book, The Smith Maneuver. It talks about these tax deductions. And he talks about the first person that beat Supreme Court in 2000 to be able to write off the mortgage on your house. Yes, he won. This is now allowed with a certain mortgage setup. And this is what we help teach. So there's a big opportunity. Us Londoners, we've been smart with our money a long time. We're conservative. But why can't we get ahead? Save on some tax? We're still paying our tax, but maybe we can save on some against that hefty T4. Maybe I can start to build a better retirement portfolio. We got some good relationships here in the city, people. Let's use them. Well, that's about it for today's show. If you want to look up any of that information, please reach out to me directly at mortgageteacher.com. If you know anyone getting into mortgages, even if they're going to buy a house next year, have them pre-educated. This is what we do. It costs us, costs you, sorry, nothing. No obligation, zero cost. Guess what? We just hooked people up. They, they came out of Scotiabank, had a renewal up. We helped them out, sent them back to Scotiabank. We helped do that for free. We will help. Again, people, look us up at mortgageteacher.com. I'm Michael Mullis, signing off. Have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you soon.